1: It's two pros and a cup of Joe. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox with you. And coming up on the Friday edition, it is a football Friday here. And we have got boots on the ground. Brady Quinn in Madison, Wisconsin. He may or may not be at the 50 yard line at Camp Randall doing the show. We will get into all of that here. We're going to take a look back at a phenomenal Thursday night football game between the Jags and the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati's got to be feeling real good about things. Urban Meyer doesn't appear. Here to be feeling good about anything we'll investigate all that we've got the latest on belichick versus brady the pittsburgh steelers could be in trouble and we've got the great joel Klatt stopping by all of that coming up next here on a football friday edition of two pros and a cup of joe right here on fox sports radio
0: now let's get this party started. you're listening to fox sports radio
1: The NFL has done it again, folks. Every time you doubt them and you're skeptical, they continue to deliver, and we will get into all of that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. It is two pros and a cup of Joe. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Friday. It is a football Friday, and we are taking you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. You guys ready to talk some ball today? Play a little always. grab ass? What type I mean, of balls? I mean, well, d- it depends. I mean, we, uh, we What might type of balls are we talking about? Doesn't matter yeah, to it's... me, LeVar. Oh, okay. Always. Yeah, all right. I hear you, okay. man. Yeah, I hear you. That's, uh, I like hey, it. How about the NFL delivering again? <laughs> all, you, all you haters, <laughs> all you negative <laughs> Nancys out there that said, we don't want to watch Jags, Bengals. That was a hell of a football game last night, and I came away from that game thinking, man, Cincinnati's got to feel pretty good about where they're at. And I at least saw some glimmers of hope if you're the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence.
2: I think you had to after the way they started off in the the first half, coming out to a commanding lead, running the football at will. uh, It it might make you question why they'd spend a, a first round draft pick on Travis Etienne. Now, I know they're going to use him in the passing game, son, but when you see the effectiveness of James Robinson, you might wonder, like, could they have spent that pick somewhere else considering they need help? They have a lot of other holes he, on that roster. He was but pretty good last year, right, James yeah. Robinson? He was really good yeah. last year as undrafted free agent. Right, that that got signed to the roster that ended up, you know, having a great rookie year. So, uh, again, you know, Etienne obviously is out for the season, got injured. It's kind of neither here nor there. I, I just I was watching it last night, thinking, oh yeah, they took a running back in the first round to go along with Trevor Lawrence. I wonder if they're regretting that right now. But I think the things that stood out to me, both quarterbacks are phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, both these guys are gonna be leading their team for a while. Yep. But it was it was a bigger win, a bigger. A bigger statement by the Bengals only because that's a game that the Bengals at home in prime time on a short week and you look at them get off to a flat start that in the past, I think they stumble. And now this is a three and one football team that you're saying they're in a much better position than Pittsburgh, who's dominated that division. And they're for real. Like, Joe Burrow can put that team on his back, and they can score every single possession in the second half and come back and win a football game. So I was, I was impressed by what they did in the second half. I do think Urban Meyer... <laughs> I don't know how you all feel, but he should have taken the three points, man. He didn't need to go for it on fourth and one. Just kick the field goal, make it 17 nothing. It's a three-possession ball game. I don't care what analytics say or anything else. When you're a bad football team, points are hard to come by. You take them when you can get them.
3: Well, some would say when you're a bad football team, go ahead and try it. Cause you're a bad football team. Yeah, but what happens at the end? You lose yeah, by three. By three. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a tale of two tapes. It was two games that were played. Uh, Jacksonville played in the first half. Uh, Cincinnati played in the second half. And and what I'll say to that is, and, and listen, when we highlighted going into the game yesterday, we basically talked about how this this is two teams that are trying to find their way. Um, they're not the elite level teams um, so far but but what I found to be interesting when I was watching was one Jacksonville does have enough to be able to win they they've shown they have the they have the tools they have what they need to be able to win they just didn't adjust or adapt as well as they needed to maybe because they were winning so commandingly going into the half. I'm not sure. Obviously, when you're able to look at what a team is doing to you and adapt and adjust your your approach, it looked as though Cincinnati did a phenomenal job of that. Whether it was a change of mentality or whether it was your play calling, wasn't sure, but the effectiveness was totally different than what it was in the first half of that game. Also also, one of the things that, that I, I really thought was interesting about this game um, is, is really when you're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals and where they currently stand, you mentioned three and one, but they're a three and one team that is atop of the AFC North. And you have to ask yourself the question it's probably hard to gauge how far this team can go. Can they challenge for the division? But they've already beat the Steelers. And and when you think about the Browns, the Browns can be an interesting, interesting game just because they are our neighbors. It's a backyard brawl. And you just never know how those games are going to go. And then you think about the Ravens. Um, I'm not so sure that maybe we give it one or two more games to figure out Can this Bengals team actually really start to be in the conversation for contending for an AFC North crown? And that was kind of my biggest takeaway is, you know, Joe Burrow played well enough. They showed enough. I mean, you said it, Brady. They showed enough weapons on this team to say – There's a possibility if they continue on the trajectory uh, that they're on right now that you may have to start putting their name in the conversation for a divisional
1: champ. And T. Higgins was out. So so there there's that as they had that also and by the way Joe Mixon man I don't like his his past his all the stuff that he went through the fact that that guy can is playing the way that he's playing and he's a team captain and it seems like those guys rally around him when he started running hard it seemed like the game changed a little bit there but Joe Burrow look I know that the the running aspect and his mobility was a big factor and and how he would play but if he's playing this well now coming off the knee injury. Isn't he going to just get better and better as the season goes on? Oh, yeah. they, they always say with the knee injury that it, it takes a full year plus to get better. He's only nine months out from surgery and he's playing like this, man. If I'm a Bengal fan, I got to feel good about where they're at. He looked yeah, awesome. I mean,
2: you, you, you saw a little bit of that escapability last night when he spun out of the pocket, kind of reverse spun back out, hit CJ you know, Uzuma, you know, out for the second touchdown, I believe. You know, that that was one of those plays I go oh okay he, he, he's got it back like he's got that ability back in his game so I, I you know past this season I think really next season I think like the long-term future for him looks really bright if he's already moving like that at times now the way he once did and I think the biggest next step will be once he loses the Donjoy as much as I hate to see a Donjoy go <laughs> I love it I love me some of those knee braces I really do as much as I hate to see it go when he loses that that, that's where you know he's got the confidence. You know, do that, that's you think where he knows he'll, he'll ever do it?
3: Bag. Tom never uh, did it. He kept that uh, thing on forever.
2: I thought Tom took it off though. He's not I, wearing it. In Tampa. He's not re-
3: well,
1: this is like the first year yeah. he's, he's only wearing like a sleeve. I think he had it last year if I'm not mistaken. I think Brady had it because he actually had hurt his he, knee. He did actually. He, he, he needed surgery.
3: But he's had that thing forever. <laughs> it's almost like a Rip Hamilton, uh, you know, it's like the mask. Yeah, it's like guys get connected I, to certain certain things like they feel a certain I, level of stability. I don't Alex I hate
1: Guerrero. him. I Alex hate Guerrero the, Don wear it. it. Yeah, you don't, <laughs> don't like Don <laughs> Joyce? No. Uh, now, See, this is uh, no, it'd be still my heart because yeah, I love love Come talking on, Don far. Joys.
2: Uh, we he... love talking knee braces now
1: because because Joe Flacco had the worst made Don Joys in the history of John Don Joy knee braces because Joe Flacco every time he slid uh, the Don Joy would pop out mm-hmm. like like you were hanging clothes off it wow. and it just it looked it looked a little odd. I don't know if if uh, Joe Burrow has himself a Don Joy. Maybe we need to get a, a research staff on that, uh, but it looked like it was a fancy little knee. They're brace all there. custom made, man. Like, at that level.
2: it, It broke apart. Remember Forrest Gump? Yeah, he's got those he new came braces, up out on, and, and they yeah. just come up. That—that that was essentially he, Joe Flacco. This is
1: unbelievable. This is the hypocrisy of this show because if I were to bring up a movie from the mid '90s, Brady would kick me in the nuts, then in the shin. No, it and then has. It has, throat. it has
2: to be on the list. Okay, all right? it has all to right. be Jaws. Fine. Backdraft. Yeah,
1: okay. Pulp Fiction. There's exceptions. Mm. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure uh, out uh, what else is left. Okay, Jaws. Because here's the thing. Okay, because here's the thing. Jaws. Um, if I bring up the Gimp from Pulp Fiction, that's a funny reference. All right, it's funny reference. But and is it, it
3: appropriate? It's
2: great uh, question. I so I
3: thank mean, you. Listen, LeBron. that's the idea of it, Jonas. That's where you go wrong with things, man. Appropriate? You, you just don't. You just don't gauge it with your. Your. You know. Your barometer, man. Uh, you know, it's like, come Unbeli- on, bro.
1: This is un- The hypocrisy, unbelievable, of you t- you bro. You two guys talking about uh, the spa activities? You sound uh, like for a scumbag, Jonas. Okay, <laughs> this is crazy. Just saying. This is crazy. Uh, all right, so let me let me ask you this. Is it's so true? Is, f-, f you guys. Is <laughs> Is Zach Taylor? Is he going to get if Cincinnati say they finish the season they go seven and ten? We'll just call it seven and ten. Is Zach Taylor going to be brought back for another year? The head coach, based
2: on what oh, you've seen man. from Joe Burrow, I, I, I would only because I think they've made strides or progress. With I mean, think about I mean, last year when they had Burrow, then they lose him for the season, and now this year I mean that's still progress. I, I think I had them at seven and ten or 8-9, or and nine, something like that, when I did my whole preseason deal with them, I, I still think it's enough because I think they're moving in the right direction. This is also an organization that likes to be patient. Yeah. Remember, I mean
3: – And not spend think... too much money.
2: <laughs> That's right. That is. <laughs> yeah. That is right. Ask TJ yeah. Huschinsada.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, ask their fans. <laughs> yeah. They were reportedly drink the most or consume the most alcohol of any any fan or any fan base in the NFL. I mean, so wouldn't you? If they, they rolled terrible. out those
1: awful unis from last night, those I thought terrible. the unis looked fly. Oh, too much, weak, actually. Too much orange yeah. on orange, man. I kind of thought no, they were fly. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, too that much. Looked cool. Jacksonville <laughs> looked. Hot. I would have been all right in that. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Jacksonville looked hot. Too much orange on orange. You know, I don't need an orange on top of a tangerine on top of a street cone. All right. I, I, like, I need I need some differences there. Just breaking the, down. The, the they look
2: like area. an actual tiger. It's kind of cool. I, yeah.
1: I, I thought they looked
3: pretty cool, personally. Yeah. I like then the, they had those orange undertones on their pants. Not as though I was yeah. gazing at their yeah, pants or anything say. like that, but I know where you were going, Jonas.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't go anywhere. Oh, what do you mean, by orange <laughs> undertones
3: <laughs> in the <laughs> pants?
1: Elevator going down? Hey, I just, you know, nah. Listen, I'm, I, I'm I, asking listen to I'm a no-fly
3: zone type of guy, That's but right. I do notice uniforms like i i noticed you know their cleats yeah i, I noticed how they wear their socks because i was a swag guy you know yeah, i like right. i like to try to figure out how to wear my uniform you know you know what's interesting just a small note is that you had so many rules governing you when i play from your shoes to the way your sock level was to how much white you had versus how much color of your your uniform to how you wore your jersey and was it tucked in like there was a point in time your jersey went down to your knees it was so long it was so long that the jersey went down to your knees that's how long it was and you weren't able to wear your your towel that you wear on like your belt or on your your you know whatever you wherever you put it it had to be in the front like you couldn't put it anywhere else So it's so strange watching things now where it's like the way I wore my uniform in high school was ultimately a major part of why I played so well. The way I wore my uniform in college was ultimately a part, which in college Joe governed us too. Like I wasn't able to wear a towel, a hip towel, but I always loved wearing a towel either on the hip or on the back. And I saw like 10 dudes, 11 dudes wearing – their towels on the back of their their pants. Which I thought was pretty cool. Game I just hate that they've gotten so relaxed now that I'm not playing. It's kind of whack, man. I,
1: I do like that Joe Burrow was wearing the short-sleeved uh, white undershirt under the uh, elastic sleeves that he put on because mm. I, you know the one thing that bothered me about well, quarterback what, what play back it? in the days. is I, those quarterbacks, you know, deliberately gas up on bicep curls before uh, they take the especially field. Especially Ohio the, yeah, quarterbacks, yeah, 100. And then <laughs> and then they put on some eye black and then yeah. they get out there and they've got they're all piped out and then their and, hair is um, like. Really That's long, like disgusting. a like a beetle. You it's know? nauseating. Absolutely, like nauseating. they could
3: be like yeah. a, a rock star or yeah, something. It, but it, they're it, playing football. Yeah, like it, the nerve of them. Yeah, it always, like pick one industry.
1: You yeah. know, pick a category and, and run with it. it. It's just you know crazy. Know I mean? Like I mean, they're, they're sitting there doing preacher curls in between. Uh, you know, you know little and I used to wear the little white you know?
2: three quarter shirt. I, I used to love wearing that. I yeah. used to think it was the perfect amount of sleeve to keep my arms warm. Go back and look. You'll find that keep my
1: arms warm. All right. It is uh, two pros ah, 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 and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Lamar the humanity. <laughs> Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Uh, brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted in 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Up next, could we already see somebody bailing on the job? Somebody walking out on the job with... We will get into those stories and rumors next here. It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe right here at Fox Sports Radio.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: it's two pros and a cup of Joe. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up in, we will call it, a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, there is a rumor that is out there, and apparently uh, one team involved in the rumor is not, uh, and it's almost confirmed on that. So we will get into all of that uh, coming up a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, uh, boots-on-the-ground coverage of Michigan. Michigan, Wisconsin, because Brady Quinn is in Madison right now. Uh, now, you're you're actually doing the show from the 50-yard line. Is that correct? Uh, you're that ready? is
2: correct. Yeah. 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 Somehow, they let me in the stadium this early. There's no echo or effect or anything. Wow. And, and I'm actually that's avoiding incredible. the sprinkler system that's due to turn wow. on here in about 15 that, minutes. And yeah. it's warm. Yeah.
3: It's yeah. very warm in Madison that's right That's just incredible. Now. It is. And it really is it really? Is. Yeah. 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 It's uh, Yeah. Oh, how, it's hot un- warm.
2: It, well, it's uh seventies, maybe eighties. Yeah. I don't
3: know. Do, I mean, you, do you realize I, I went to see my son play yesterday? Ninety-five oh yeah. degrees. I was like, I was like, wait, this is a little too warm. It's a little too hot.
1: fire weather out here. I say <laughs> I you like, got but, all the winds going. Like, but Ooh, but, I'm but you know man. what? I say that now. I yeah. say, yeah, say that.
3: No, it's been they've been hey, happening, hey, man. But but hey, I was like, kind of like it's so sunny and it's so hot. But now I was like. I'm from the East Coast, like dude. Shut up, like enjoy this 95 yeah. degree heat. Yeah, my bones felt good,
1: my 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 joints felt good. And it's October; it doesn't feel right. I need a crisp, you know. I, I need I need to no, dampness like in the I air. Li- I
3: see. I was I was thinking that because we were heading there. It's like the last couple of days were like pretty yeah. mild and and like kind of by California standards a little dreary, you know. But yesterday it came out. And apparently, it's supposed to still be that going into the weekend. So, everybody out there that's on this side, enjoy your weekend. But if you're on the East Coast, (laughs) well... Good luck to you. Yeah, and and, I miss you guys, but I ain't coming back. And and I think, I think,
1: uh, I think the fact that we're doing this show here and we've got Brady, who's at the fifty-yard line uh, at Camp Randall, and 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 that was the point of all of this. I was,
3: I was trying to weather shame him, but I guess they got good
1: enough. Yeah, but but here's the thing: I I, I like
2: this weather though. It it doesn't even sound like he's. It doesn't even
1: sound like he's at Camp Randall. Like it sounds like he's at a hotel somewhere. But that's the fine job of our production crew, uh, Lee Delap. our executive producer Roberto, our technical producer Roberto. I think mm. this is your finest work because Brady sounds like he's in a studio or, or at the very least, it's amazing, a hotel. Berto. And instead, you you- he's at, sitting at the fifty-yard line Berto. there. Roberto, where uh, that was where, <laughs> racist. <laughs> where uh, hit the button? Yeah, that was hit racist. the button. Thank you. Know, you.
2: Wait, d- did Roberto play that on himself though? Yes,
1: yeah. he did. Oh, Racist. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Why can't, thank you. Why can't we play our own drops and make a sound uh, like? Oh, because like we balls. don't have we don't
3: have the board in front of us yeah. to be able to do that. Thank you God know? for that. Some of these guys have those sound effect thingamajiggies
1: right and it's a bad idea it's kind of funny it's because they think it's a piano they could just play stuff and it's like oh nobody's listening no that goes over the air it's the funniest Um, thing
3: ever because
1: they get oh they get carried away because it's
3: like right there in front of them it's like oh it's
1: shiny this one (laughs) (laughs) let me hit this one so (laughs) but but again brady sitting at the 50 yard line of camera that's right there's no board right in front of him there so
3: they said with just his uh his speedos on i mean (laughs) that's right they said you were swimming last night at the the hotel
2: is that what
1: they uh now yeah, it's just straight a, it's a short pool, though. There's I, not. There's a lot of turns. So ah, ah, I, 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 am, I am curious. Is there anything left over of the corpse that is Wisconsin after what Penn State did to them in Week One? Is there anything left there, or is that uh, you know are they, they feel I mean, like his
3: boys just handled them pretty good I too? Yeah, I mean, you, yeah Brady you know.
1: revived them, and then Notre Dame killed them again. It's yeah. like, come on, man. They're trying to. You know, some people want to play football. They've games been there banged in around a little it's bit, terrible.
3: you know, in that turn, that pool of turns. Well, and you, you, I,
0: I will.
2: I will be curious as to how they look. I think there's a lot of questions, and um, Michigan's coming in undefeated. It, it's going to be a great game for both, both schools, either Wisconsin, like they're in it, or this is just going to be a down year, something that they don't really see too often. Like Usually they're really consistent, and, and, and this could be like a statement game almost by Michigan. Because I remember, I remember you know, doing a Michigan game a couple of years ago. And Charles Woodson, who's going to be a part of the show, he was there. Oh, geez. I have never seen someone, well, this kind of relates to some I witnessed last night. I'd never seen someone so down, like so down on their program, their school. It reminded me a little bit of what I saw from Urban Meyer last night. Oh, wow. with, with Look, the Jacksonville Jaguars! What, what a great that is a segue. transition. That
3: hell Holy of a transition, moly, man. Brady! A yeah, round of applause. That's that a transition. Is that
1: what you un- just? Is that what you just did? Unbelievable transition ooh. by Brady Quinn. I, I hate Jonas. I, so I love you. Thank you. But I, I hate Rock. Jonas because I, I know it. exactly what was going on. No, yeah, stop. No, but, yeah, no yeah. but seriously though, but the fact that you were able to pull that off in the element sitting it inside an empty football stadium, come out of nowhere. Just, just an unbelievable job by uh, by Brady Quinn. It came out of nowhere. It did. It absolutely did. I was impressed. Do not uh, let that. Urban Meyer, that was some fine (laughs) work. Um, So, so he mentioned, uh, you know, the transition to Urban Meyer, and um, listen, he's owing for. Uh, Jacksonville is on the verge. What have they lost? 20 straight games? I think they're on the verge of history yeah. or they're pretty close to history, whatever the number is. Um, 19. Yeah. The, I mean, who cares? 19, 20. Who gives a rip uh, at this point? Um, so, urban Well, you've lo- left the teens
3: if you've hit 20. So technically yeah, it point. is very different, you know.
1: That's a good point. I'm just
3: saying. It's it's bad. Yeah. It's all the way bad. But (laughs) once you've gone from team, like team, there's some hope. That's 20 hits different. 20 hits a little different, man. It does hit a
1: little different. He seems like losses affect him Uh, a lot more than they do some people because and, and he's know, a winner yeah, and, and he spoke afterwards uh, Urban Meyer did and he talked just about uh, the locker room and how they were feeling uh, and and his just sort of love for his players following a tough loss on Thursday night.
4: That was devastating heartbreaking. Usually I'm not wrong about stuff like that. That I, I just see a good team in there I see good guys, good hearts I see guys at work and I told him I'm not wrong I'm not wrong about that stuff and this team's going to win some games
3: so there's Urban. That's Meyer. why he brought Tim Tebow in that locker room, man. Like, he needs somebody right now to say, you know what? This is never going to happen again. I promise you all, just as sure as you see me sitting here right now with my eye black, with my scriptures on my face, and 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 my sweat, and my blood, and, and, and the paint from the field, we will never lose another game from here on out. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, that was college, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Wait. That's right. I've never heard that. Well, I take that back. God rest his soul. Coach Jim Fossil did that. Jim Fossil did it, Yeah, and they went to the Super Bowl. It worked. It's the only time I've ever seen that that happen. Okay,
1: why? So when you see Urban Meyer and he's just sort of—I mean, there's been multiple times where you've seen him hands on his knees. Like these are—it seemed like they're really bothering him a lot. I actually think, and I know everybody likes to pick here on we Urban go, Meyer. Here we go. Yeah. I actually think they're getting better. I swear to God, they I think are. they're getting better. I think Trevor Lawrence is getting better. And if I'm a Jaguars fan. And, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, but we still have swimming pools in our top deck, and we might move to London. I think I'd be feeling pretty good about where they're at right now. It's easy to pick on them now, and it's easy to mock them and bully them now. But wasn't Jimmy Johnson 1-15 in 15, his first year oh, in Dallas? I, I, just, I think this team's getting better, man. I really do.
2: I, I think this team's they, – they have a quarterback. Like, there's no doubt – Trevor Lawrence is is that guy. I agree. Yeah, okay, he is. I agree with that. And and, and we kind of t- – we tended to forget, you know, DJ Chark goes out early in the game with a yeah. broken ankle. So this depleted roster as far as what he has to throw to around him is only getting worse, and they still need some pieces. Like defensively, I think that's the side of the ball I've been more disappointed in because I, I know between the draft and, and what they've done in, in past years and had – they really thought they were going to be able to slow some teams down. And that's just really not the case. So they need another cycle of draft picks and free agency in order to get this thing back on track the way you know, they need to be competitive. I mean, look at Cleveland now. We tend to forget they were 1 in 31 over two years. Like everyone wants to act like Baker Mayfield came in when he was the difference. It, that's not the case. That's not the case. He got there at the right time on a loaded roster, and they still had a losing record that season, if, if you'll recall. It, it became the, a slow buildup from all of what they did to tank, accumulate draft picks, you know, build up salary cap space, to then start thriving once they were able to get Baker and then other pieces out around him. So this, this is going to take a while. It's not that easy to turn this thing over. And I think the thing where Urban struggles is he's looking at his history of success. And he's saying, I'm going to do the same thing here to have success. And, and that's just not it the same working. formula. Yeah, it no, working. it's like, okay, everyone works hard in the NFL, okay? You're, you could act like you're going to outwork another team. You're not. Okay, everyone works hard. Everyone's getting up early, going to bed late, sleeping at the office, all that crap. Trying to find edges, <laughs> everything. It, all it, that it, crap. It's the NFL. <laughs> it's the NFL. Like, you can talk all you want about hard work. Everyone does it. There's, there's only certain teams that have supreme talent at certain spots, like the quarterback spot. And fortunately for them, they've got that guy. The problem is, where everyone else has a certain amount of talent, you don't. And it, it takes time to build that up in the NFL. There's, there's not really a quick fix like people think there is out there. That's what he's going to have to to come to realize. But I don't know why every time, though – you, you see, like, the loss. You, you know what meme or what, what image always comes up on social media? What's that? It's the one on him sitting on, like, a golf cart or a gator eating, like, oh, a, yeah. a piece of pizza. Yeah. And like It just he just seems <laughs> so sad. And it's It really is sad. It's, like, just a guy alone by himself eating, like, one of those small personal pizzas, you know?
1: I, <laughs> I just – I don't know why I find it so funny. I, I just – look, he's <laughs> – I know that I know that people want to talk about. Well, you know, he's walked out and he's quit on a couple of uh, a couple of different places, and you know, they they were having success, and he walked away. What's he going to do here? I just find it hard to believe that he's going to bail without turning this thing around. I really do. I, I don't I don't think he's got that in him, and I actually think this is going to motivate him to want to keep on coming back until they figure this thing out. I, I just, well, I'm, I'm higher on this team than, than I think a lot
2: of people are. I, I'm curious to ask Levar this because this is the impression I get. When I hear him talk about it, because like when he was saying, it's heartbreaking. You know, he at one point he asked the the media if they had a turnover, <laughs> and, and then they're like, "No, you you did." He's like, "Gosh, you know, like we didn't even turn the football over. We lost, right?" Like, like it's almost as if he wants people to know how bad he hates losing, but in reality, he kind of knows that it was gonna it was gonna take a little bit, right? Like, I wonder if there's some element of that to all of this. Or if if he really just thought he was going to come in and would like win every single game besides like two or three, I, I don't know. What do you think?
3: Uh, I, the type of guy that I've gotten to know of him, and even just based off of the history of how I've covered him before, I even got to know him. Uh, it just seems like he has this love affair with winning. And, and it's, like, very detailed in how his personality traits have been. And they, they talk about his relationship between him and his father. And it goes pretty deep, you know, and how people have chronicled Urban Meyer and, and his quest for, for greatness as, as a coach. So I don't think that reality exists to him, Brady. I honestly don't. And it's like listening, it's like, well – they're on the right path. They're 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 doing the right things. You can see they got a quarterback. Uh, you can see the makings of what a team can be to be a winning team. But Urban Meyer has been a champion winner, and Urban Meyer has has always been able to figure out how to get things done in a very very timely timely fashion. I'm not certain. And you guys tell me, the one thing I felt when I was looking at Urban on the sideline when the game was over and he went walking onto the field – losing is is a place where he is totally lost yeah he is very lost <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like that's not a roadmap that he's pulling out and like okay this is where I go okay I can get to here I'm all right like he is totally unaware of the surroundings he has emotionally as well as physically and I gotta tell you I'm not certain his health his health can handle, because if we recall, one of the reasons why he had left coaching yeah. was health-related reasons. Florida. And he was winning. Yeah.
1: And and he, he, you know what I think it is. Do you guys you know anybody in your lives that either have OCD or they're total about their routine? It's all routine oh, I mean, based. I mean, yeah.
2: Okay. That, that's kind of me. Okay, I was about but, to say. But, you, but you're talking a, about Brady? But there's a difference. And I haven't even hung
3: around Brady. <laughs> yeah. I can just tell by the way we okay, do the show. But
2: Brady, I'm like, oh, are you talking about?
3: Are you going out, Brady, but, right now? But yeah. there's a difference. Yeah, <laughs> there's,
1: there's there's some people that have a routine, and if if something's a little bit off, they'll adapt and and they'll figure it out. And then there's other people that have a routine and. They're borderline OCD to where all of a sudden they go to make that cup of coffee at the same time and they realize they don't have any more grinds and they melt. Yeah. And Urban feels like he's so used to this routine of getting his team ready, get them on the field, go win games, give the media some canned answers and then moved on. And then all of a sudden he's not winning games and it's like he's melt. He doesn't know what to do in this environment. And, and that's that's what the impression I get. But from. But here's him. the thing about that. Uh,
3: people that are wired that way, they, ha- they do have meltdowns, but they recover very quickly. They, they come up with a solution, yeah. and they recover very quickly. The problem is is when, when you're wired that way and you can't remedy what- like what you're talking about, oh, uh, 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 throws off my timing. How do, I- how do I rectify it? All right, it's OK. I'll just make sure that so now you're getting more coffee. So that you don't run out. Yeah. Right? You're getting more coffee. That's that's your response. For this, you can't just easily rectify what he's dealing with. And that's gonna be the biggest, the biggest, I guess, challenge from from my my perspective, Urban Meyer's biggest challenge is going to be he's always been able to figure it out. Being at 0 and 4 is some very, very deep, turbulent water. And I don't know that he has a life preserver on because he's never and I don't know that he's ever had to to be prepared for for being in these types of waters. And so now the question is, can he navigate these waters not being familiar with what it feels like? Because guys that are wired that way, they figure he would have probably been like, Yeah, 0-2. I get it. I'm going to get this one. One and three, okay, I get it. Two and three, maybe. Two and four, I can make it. Three and five, but oh and four? For Urban Meyer, I can only imagine the demons that are circling around him and in his air like, Urban, What's the problem? Start drinking. Why dude. can't you win, no, no. Urban? Start drinking, Urban. Are you sure you made the right decision? Seriously, there's there are voices Hi. that Urban is hearing right now. Hi. Brady, come on, Brady. No,
2: you, you're right. I mean, I think some part of him probably thinks they're gonna thirteen and four. Like I'm, I'm dead serious. Like I, I think you get to that level and you have a certain thought process. You're like, we just need one. We just need to win, win one, then we can start stringing the rest together. Because it's a
3: formula. You follow yeah. the process of what your
2: formula is, and it has always worked for him. I know. I mean, tr- trust me, because I, I, I have got this, kind of this sort of mindset. I am a process-driven person. So when my process is off or I have to adapt and change a little bit, it, it definitely is bothersome. I mean, for example, for example uh, the, the showers here. In the hotel Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They have soft water Now I never grew up With soft water okay? mm. I, I hate the idea of it Because I always feel like it's, It still feels like you have soap on your hands Or mm. on your face Yeah. So you never know when it's water I'm used to hard water yeah. You know what I'm saying Like mm. I'm used to hard Ashiness. water mm. and Exactly like, I, I, That's what I grew up with and I'll, and I'll live and die with hard water Ooh, Wow so I was like, man, oh, I don't man. know if my hands are clean or if I got like soap still on If I get soap in my eye, it was a process this morning. I'm just letting yeah. you know, man. It, like something, like, I just need to get back to my roots, back to that hard that's water. That's crazy. And, you know what and through I it all. I put an
3: entire. Oh, go ahead. Go well, ahead. I Threw just gonna, it all. Go ahead. I was no, say, it, it's
1: a punchline. I know, I was going to say I'm and through
2: it
3: all. Yes.
1: Even though he still got soap on his torso, yes. he's sitting at the fifty-yard line at Camp Randall <laughs> during right. the show. How about that? That's just unbelievable, right? I've
2: actually been holding a deep squat position the whole time because no wow. chair or, or desk. It's, huh. it's literally just my Comrex unit, my headphones, <laughs> and me on the 50-yard <laughs> That's it. Is beautiful. Dude, that's just a little behind-the-scenes
3: here. I, yeah. per- how sports I personally done. love hey, look, soft water, Brady. Yeah. Uh, really? <laughs> I got to tell you. See, I thought, I I thought you were all in the hard water I team. grew up the same exact way you did. And, yes, I loved the hard water because, well, it was all I knew. Yeah. And then I made money. And I put in a whole filtration system, and I mean nothing. I might have spent more money on my water. In fact, in fact, I had the choice between regular water, like city water, and or I could dig a well. I dug a well. Look at you. I dug a well. I put in this entire filtration system, and when I got into the water, it was so soft. Oh man! And it felt so amazing. It and I never went back. I never went back to hard water. Hard water now irritates my skin. And it's much like Urban Meyer. He is That's, now yes. dealing with, it is. with the fact that for so long he had ventured away from the roots of the hard water and was in that soft water for all that time, and he finds himself Showering in hard water right now. Ooh, that's and he's a great
1: got analogy. Hey, that is. That's a great analogy. That, that's yeah. good stuff. That's, that's good that teamwork. There, right there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're that's how we bring it all together. together. Yeah, yeah. gotta to pull it
2: together. Man. Man. I just thought these streets, though, we only use hard water. Yeah, I, like, that's I did, I too. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta
3: you gotta use them in the streets because it's real in the streets. Well, you gotta you gotta bundle up too because it gets real cold out there for a player.
1: And these streets by the studio, you gotta duck sometimes too. All right, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, there is a team that's been eliminated from the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. We'll have the latest for you here on FSR.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All
1: Trust of forty percent repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as a thousand dollars at GameBridge.io.
4: Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds are, like, you know, against really Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. They play And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon and the dude today. Creighton's never gonna win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton.
1: it's two pros and a cup of Joe. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up, uh, top of next hour, about 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we are going to uh, have the very latest on the game – of the century in the NFL uh, because there's uh, been some reports out there that uh, we got one member of this uh, game of the century is refuting these reports so we'll have that for you here uh, top of next hour uh, Jay Glazer sent out a uh, couple of tweets um, last night saying that the Philadelphia Eagles are no longer in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes so Philly is, uh, is not interested uh, Jay went on to say that uh, it's really up to the Houston Texans at this point uh, that miami has obviously made an offer but it's up to the texans whether or not they want to move him but that goes one of the teams that we thought was a potential landing spot for deshaun watson according to jay glazer who as we've talked about he doesn't miss on this stuff is saying philly is out here so it looks like they're going to be moving on with jalen hurts and, uh, and deshaun watson is going to end up belt if he does get traded so there's that there is that yeah there's man
2: that, that is going to be interesting to see how this year goes especially if things don't go well, I wonder if Howie Roseman's looking at saying, I'd rather just draft my, my next quarterback. Well,
1: they got enough picks, right? I mean, because yeah. they've, they've yeah. got Miami's pick yeah. and they've got, uh, what's the other one they have? Uh, I, I think, is it, oh, Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah for the Wentz trade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so. Which could be a first if, if he plays a lot this year. Well, I think he's he's going to be forced to because uh, he knows the uh, cats out of the bag on uh, on his reputation. Yeah. Um, is it so? Who's the if, if that's the case? Who are the top quarterbacks coming out that you that you look at Brady and go e. are the, these because is, is this a lean year for quarterbacks? Well, you would I mean you would have Matt said Corral. Spencer
2: Rattler right? Matt
3: Corral he might beat Alabama this weekend. Yeah,
2: yeah. That, Matt's good. probably yeah. number one right now. Yeah. And then it's that everyone else is kind of fallen away. It's like Carson Strong from Nevada. He's up there. Uh, but but you would have thrown in a bunch of different names. Spencer Raller was one. He hasn't had a great year necessarily. Why so,
1: Why do you think they're out on Watson?
2: Like, it's hard to really understand unless they're just trying to take a public hard stance. Because there also has been reports where Schefter and Ian Rappaport have, have said otherwise. So it's hard to know exactly why they wouldn't want to try to see this thing through
1: especially look they, they dealt with pr hits when they brought in mike vick like yeah. i mean they they've dealt yeah. with this before so i i don't i, I just find it very hard to different believe. though
3: they were on the other side of it with vick vick had already served his time and did his That's time right. this this is pre and, and it could be horrible timing for. Them.
0: Well,
1: you know, it's not horrible timing. This Let's show take a so break. we're back for two more Let's hours next.
0: <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, oh, oh.
1: a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.
3: Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree.